everyone. Welcome to episode 108 of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Tina Billinson, the co-founder and CEO at June Motherhood. Let's not waste any time. Let's bring her on. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm all right. Not not bad. Um, it's uh, it's been it's been a good week so far. So I'm looking forward to uh, you know continuing to finish up on a on a strong note. How uh, what, what's Almost new in your world? Um, a lot is going on. Um, feel like the fun part of being an early stage startup. You're balancing like a hundred different things at once. Um. But I think you know you're in the right place when you're having a ton of fun. So um, feeling good, um, not overly tired, which is a win. Perfect. Yeah, I don't think non-entrepreneurs really really grasp this concept. If you, you have to love this, because it's uh, it it beats you up a lot of days, right? And and it you know the highs are amazing, and but there's definitely more lows in this than there is highs in the early stages. So um, yeah. celebrate the small wins too, right? Totally. I often get asked, like, how, like, how did you decide on June? How do you know it was the right idea? And I think my, the thing that I always come back to is that I always want to do it in my free time, um, even though I have very little of it. But if you find yourself working on a problem that gets you excited every single day and you can't stop thinking about it, um, that's probably the right thing to be pursuing. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think we should dive right into the podcast. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and then we'll talk more about June. Yeah, totally. Um, so I'm Tina Balenson, co-founder and CEO at June. Um, I was born in Kazakhstan um, and then my family actually then moved to Israel from Kazakhstan, we're Jewish. Um, and we actually applied um, to get asylum into the US um, when I was six, we were granted asylum into the US, moved to Cleveland, Ohio from there. So saw a lot of different parts of the world by the time I was six um, and moved to a small suburb in Cleveland. Um, and really like one of the big things that impacted me in my life and my journey to becoming an entrepreneur is seeing both of my parents become entrepreneurs by necessity um, because that was their way to make money and figure out how to make a path for themselves in the US. So um, my family is entrepreneurial, um, definitely um, by necessity, but really inspired by how they took um, that challenge and created their own destiny um, through entrepreneurship. Um, and I always knew that was a path for me, even though they definitely did not want me to follow in their footsteps in that. Um, so grew up in Cleveland, um, went to Denison University and studied economics. Uh, my mom wanted me to be a doctor always, um, but I quickly realized that was not the path for me. Um, I loved economics um, and solving um, complex problems. And right out of school, I joined Deloitte um, in their managing consulting practice, um, realized that I wanted to solve more tangible problems and see the impact of the work that I was doing. Um, and at the time it was about 2011, um, and I was just really excited by the startup ecosystem, especially 
in the e-commerce space. Um, and so I was very lucky to join Warby Parker as one of their first hundred employees um, and ended up staying there for about six years. So I saw the company go from a pure e-commerce company to have 85 stores. Um, I saw the company grow to over 2000 employees um, and got to be part of a few different departments <laughs> during my time. So jump from e-commerce, then into retail and then to strategy um, and spent the last few years working on healthcare specific um, projects at Warby. So got basically got all of my training there. I was very lucky um, to work very closely with Neil and Dave um, during my time there. Um, and then ended up going to business school at HBS where I met my two co-founders and started June. Thank you for that intro. That was a great. Uh, I think the question the whole audience is wondering right now is, do we get a discount to Warby Parker since we know you? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I no. wish I still had my discount. <laughs> so if someone can hook me up, let me know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I need to I need to get some new glasses. And I, I've started looking because I, I really like their app for the virtual try on. I feel yeah. like they were one of the first to really roll that type of feature out too. Now it seems like everyone's trying to, to do that because it just makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, um, that's super cool. Um, yeah. Wow. No, that's a lot of in Kazakhstan. Huh? Isn't this not trying to get silly here, but that's where Borat's from, right? That is from where Borat's from. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, <laughs> and I actually am a fan of the movies, but my parents are not. So <laughs> no, it's uh, we can have a whole conversation about that. I know that's I, I think we need to have you back on just to talk about that. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll do it separate. We'll create a whole separate podcast just to that's um. <laughs> Yeah, it's well, I think people they, they hear Borat, right? Like, and they hear the accent and everything like that. And then people hear that you're from Kazakhstan. And no, I mean, you you obviously moved here very early too, right? Yeah. 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 Um, no, that's that's funny. Oh, it's uh, that that's uh, really cool, though. Really cool intro background. And so now you, you started June. Can we yeah. dive into like, uh, you, you, you mentioned it a little bit, so we don't need to go into the full like why, how, what, but like, let's, let's talk more of a description of what is June, uh, who are your core like customers that you go after, like patients, um, and, and how are you helping them? Yeah, totally. Um, so June is a digital health platform. We offer um, expert support um, and small group support for expecting and new families. And really the core of June is to provide group-based care, um, which is really grounded, grounded in evidence um, and connection um, to drive meaningful outcomes during pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. Um, and so when you join June, um, we collect a lot of information about you. Um, so we get to know you, what your goals are, um, your health background, your history, um, and we pair you with a small group of five to seven other women in the same stage and a doula or childbirth educator. Um, and you go through the entire experience together. So everything is housed on our digital platform. Um, you meet every two weeks virtually with your group and your coach. Um, every session has a specific topic, but really um, the focus of the conversation is a discussion. Um, to understand the choices um, that you're making and really have a conversation about these big decisions um, instead of being just fed information. Um, on our app, we provide bite-sized pieces of information every day that's relevant to your stage so you can get all the facts 
Um, we have all of our curriculum um, developed in-house and it's reviewed by our team of experts. Um, and then we also have a chat feature in the app where you can chat your coach or group at any time. So you can continue the conversation after each session. Um, and today we support families as early as eight weeks in pregnancy. Um, we find that to be super important in driving those birth outcomes and as late as the first few months of postpartum and actively expanding that curriculum um, as we speak. So someone can sign up to use the platform even if they just had their child, is that fair to yeah. say? Okay. Yeah, yeah, so we have postpartum groups. Um, so we have kind of a few key times that you can join. Um, first is early pregnancy, as early as I mentioned as eight weeks. Um, we have sort of the 20 to 30 week mark where you're thinking about potentially taking a childbirth ed class. We basically cover everything you know need to know about childbirth ed and so much more around how to prepare for postpartum, um, how to, um, what to expect during that birth and delivery process. What are your feeding options? There's so much that goes um, into this. And then in postpartum, the first couple of weeks, as you can expect, can be focused really on feeding and sleeping. There is so much um, to think about there, but really as soon as you feel like you're nailing that, there's so many other challenges um, that come your way. And so we're also really focused on making sure that you feel mentally healthy. Um, and so we focus a lot on how you're doing, making sure you have expert resources and support, um, and also to have a community of other women that are going through the same thing that you can talk to. Perfect. Yeah, well, uh, it's it's pretty interesting. I, I'm curious as to what what type of signups do you see the most of? Are you seeing more people that like are getting started as early as possible? Or are you seeing more that are signing up uh, for postpartum? Yeah, so today we see most people signing up during that like 20 to 30 week um, stage because today everyone knows who's pregnant that they need to take that childbirth education class. Um, the childbirth education experience in the US today is really archaic. So most people, well, before COVID, most people will go into the basement of their hospital, spend a few hundred dollars on that experience. Um, it'll be eight hours over their precious weekend um, and it's just not that much fun. Um, and so we're really rethinking that whole experience where you not only get that information, but you also get the convenience of it being in your own home, but you still get that community um, that comes with meeting other families in the same stage. But the difference is, is that you meet those same families every two weeks, um, you develop really close connections, and then you have this built-in support system that's ready for you in postpartum. And so we've actually had families that have been with us for almost 11 months now um, into postpartum because they developed such amazing relationships with each other that they basically talk about everything and anything. Um, and it's almost become their kind of precious time away from everything else that's going on in their life to kind of connect with these women that are all over the country. Interesting. What what are some of the things you're most looking forward to as we kind of roll into 2021? Yeah, so there's so much <laughs> that is happening and we're looking forward to, but I'll touch on a couple of things. So the first is we're launching a pilot um, in partnership with Vituity. I know you had Andrew on recently um, at a health system in Chicago. Um, we're actually gonna be offering this pilot to um, pregnant women that come into the ER 
um, for a variety of reasons, whether they're experiencing pain or bleeding. Um, and June is gonna be offered as a resource to them um, after they leave the hospital. And so the whole purpose is that, you know, when, you, when you're going into the emergency room, obviously it's a very traumatic experience, especially being pregnant. Um, and currently you're sent away with really a lack of resources. Um, and so June is gonna be offered to these women. Um, and the hope is that it's gonna prevent second and third time visits to the emergency room. So unless they're absolutely necessary, of course, um, but it, we're gonna provide them education, support system and access to a dedicated coach that's there for them anytime they need. Um, so really excited about that. Um, and it's also gonna be an incredibly impactful pilot for us because we're gonna be tracking outcomes um, as part of the June intervention. The second thing that we're really focused on right now is how to become experts in this group care model. Um, and so group care has existed for decades. We're definitely not reinventing it. Um, we're thinking about how we can expand the power of group care um, through the digital setting. Um, and so there's so many incredible ways that groups can actually drive better outcomes. So for example, group prenatal care has existed in an in-person setting for decades. Um, it's actually been shown to reduce preterm births by 37% compared to one-on-one -on -one care. Um, and so we're trying to replicate that um, in an even bigger way um, through digitally. So for example, thinking about how you group people based on condition um, or thinking about how you group people that um, have English as a second language um, or grouping people together that are second time parents or having multiples. There's so many amazing ways um, that you can group people together to drive those meaningful connections and keep people coming back and adhering to their plan. So we're gonna be doing a lot of testing there um, this coming year and thinking about the different avenues of growth um, for June. Yeah, you're gonna be very busy. So that, that, <laughs> yeah. sounds, that sounds like a lot of fun though. Um, and, and doing those, those tests are, you know, it's how you continue to learn, how you continue to enhance the platform and the overall experience, right, for the patients. So that, that'll be awesome. Um, and, and just for the audience too, like we're, the, the plan is for us to have you and other members of your team on the podcast over the course of the year and really develop some good content together. Um, so this is really your intro to get to know you, the company and kind of what you're excited about. And then we'll go into some of the other issues and areas of focus for your business in particular on other episodes of the podcast. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, us too. We'd love that. Perfect. Well, again, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Excited to uh, stay in touch and uh, future collaborations are uh, on the horizon. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, this has been awesome. I'm looking forward to the next one. Thanks. Hey, everyone. I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Block Health. Block Health is building the ecosystem of services and solutions to power the future of healthcare. Through their platform, healthcare professionals and organizations can enter, upload, and share core credentialing documents and information. Professionals and organizations then have the opportunity to use that information to order multiple services and solutions like credentialing, state license registration, certifications, payer enrollment, renewals, and more. On average, the Block Health platform saves users 40 to 60% on credentialing and licensing related costs. Organizations can use Block Health as an extension of their team or as their whole licensing and credentialing team. Today, Block Health works with some of the top healthcare organizations. 
To learn more about Block Health, please visit www.blockhealth.com. That's B-L-O-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com and follow them on their social channels at Block Health. Thanks for listening. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, You can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.